Welcome to the first episode of the Prospect Corners podcast, powered by the Traveling Hooper. In front of me is my man, Calvin McGowan, one of our scouts from the Memphis area. And I am your host, Alan Pettigrew Jr. And let's go ahead and get straight into the event coverage. Calvin, tell them where you were at this weekend. Oh, I was. Uh, I checked out a couple games over at the BCAT Team Hoop Fest uh, down here. It was at a couple different locations, but I managed to check out a couple different games. All right. And uh, I was at the Fab C Team Camp down here in Bradenton, Florida. Uh, Calvin, let us know some of those teams that you want to get into and talk about. And then when we're done, we'll talk about the top five guys from the event that you saw. Okay. So, like the main ones, I'd, I'm a where I'm gonna talk about players: Fayette Ware, um, Briarcrest, and uh, Briarcrest, Arlington. Granted, I didn't get to see a whole lot of these games, but um, Boy Buchanan. Hmm. Um, Definitely a team I think is worth paying some paying more attention to as I go forward. Definitely. Uh, so what what makes those schools so hot for you? So, um, where is like mainly for like two dudes? Even though like I feel like with all of these teams that I'm about to kind of talk about, there are there are players that are worth paying attention to that I haven't looked at that close. Um, but for like Fayette Ware, the two players that I was mainly paying att- that I mainly noticed were just Stephen Walker, who's a skinny 6'10 big, um, class of 2022, and Demarion Yates, who is 6'5 small forward 2023. Um, they like Walker. Is he's got some versatility to him. He does a good job of establishing establishing himself in the post. Um, he's got a decent jumper with three point range, a decent turnaround jumper that he's um, very confident in. Um, and you know he gives energy on both sides of the ball. Gates is one I'm gonna pay more attention to going forward. I just felt like it was worth putting his name down because, like, every time I looked up through both games, it was he was doing something, right? Yeah. Um, and, like, it was the kind of thing. And, it's, and it's, of course, like, good things, not where it's just, like, he's turning the ball over. Or anything. No, it's just, like, being, a like, a solid, productive player. So, like, going forward, I'm going to be paying more attention to him, even though I probably didn't give him his due while I was watching. Um, for Boyd Buchanan... I went in mainly trying to pay attention to um, Arius Bailey, who is a 6'8 small forward in the class of 2024. Um, in the game between them and Fayette Ware, which is the uh, one I caught for them, like the guard, like the backcourt's kind of carried. Um, they did most of the legwork. So I didn't get to see that much of what Bailey can do, but he did show good athleticism. Um, and he showed, you know, an ability to get boards as well as, like, solid, I'm going to phrase this, a good ability to 
I guess, get to the rim in the open court in particular. Um, but, and like it did also, like his team, Boy Buchanan is big. Yeah. Like, one of their one of their players is six is six five and two fifty. Um, he plays football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> immediately. Um, and when Fayetteware played them, one of the things I noticed is that um, just Stephen Walker wasn't able to do a whole lot with that. Um, but like there were other players that I saw on that team as well that I'm like, I might want to pay more attention going forward. So, like, I'll probably have more on them, like, as I, you know, do more scouting. Um, as far as Bri- Briarcrest has, what well, they always seem to have some solid players. Um, last year in particular, they were kind of young. They're still, relative, like, fairly young. Their two best players are going to be sophomores this year. Um, in... Cooper Haynes and Jay Nash, who both already have offers from Memphis and Ole Miss, um, they're good. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I feel like that. I feel like if I'm talking about them, it kind of goes without saying. But it's like, so it's like Haynes. I initially noticed because he was an eighth grader playing with like, getting minutes for Briarcrest varsity team, and it's just kind of like, you know, why is this eighth grader here play, like, um, playing with, you know, their varsity squad, and it's like, and Ben, at least, he didn't do a whole lot, but he wasn't embarrassing himself, which is a testament to being pretty solid. Yeah. Um, so, this is the better part of a year or two out at this point from that initial. And he can, he's, all right. So the first thing you'll notice with him, he can make shots, right? First, like kind of watching him. So one of the things I noticed about him when he was a eighth grader, was it like he was good about finding, I don't know, I guess finding the open space or like positioning. Um, even though he didn't do it a whole lot here, it kind of seems to have started to turn into like make being good about making cuts, about knowing when to cut, you know, to the rim. Um, but also, I've seen him again make shots off the dribble. I've seen some a decent amount of set shots. I think he's actually better off the dribble, Ooh. right? Like take that one dribble, a couple dribbles, pull it. Like it's probably going down. Um, He's got a solid handle, but it's like, he doesn't, in general, he doesn't seem to really go anywhere with it, right? Um, like, he'll do his little move, but, like, nothing really comes from it too much. Um, solid passer. Defense is a bit of work in progress. He can, he seems to kind of play defense with his hands more than his feet, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he's a he's a good young player, and, like, you can, like, coaching and, like, time will fix some of that, and, like, just being as good as he is now, you can kind of project that he should continue to get better, and it'll be something to see yeah. as he continues to improve. Nash, um... I didn't pay that much attention to him prior to this. 
he's the like Haynes is the shooting guard. Nash is the point guard. Nash is a really good passer. Um, it's last name Nash. You better be. <laughs> like it's it was it was just like watching him. He's and like he he's more of a pass first point guard. He's also really fast. Um, basically, if like if you run if they ran a pick and roll, he, he's getting to the rim pretty much. It's, it, but um, he didn't shoot that much. Um, from what little I saw, he might also be better off the dribble. Like he didn't take that many like jump shots in general. Um, most of what he did seemed to be kind of facilitation offensively. I saw a couple of times where he would like he'd go baseline and then pass to the other side, like pass to a teammate to the other side of the floor, which is good. But it also I I think as I watch him and like this may not be the case, like I'll see he uses he'll use his passing to bail him out of situations that he got himself into. Um, which good for him that is a good enough passer to get away with that sometimes, but it will also lead to less than like less than I like can lead to some less than ideal decision making from time to time. Um, he's also a he's also he's a pretty good defender actually. He's much better about um, you know you playing defense with his feet. Um, he's also he's a solid hop step with getting to the rim that I saw a couple times. Mm. And likewise, he's also definitely one to watch going forward. Also has offers from, from you know, Ole Miss, Memphis, and like Jacksonville handed out a lot of offers to kids this weekend. Yeah. Um, I guess to move on to Arlington. Um, so I started paying attention to Arlington mainly for a player named Phil Dotson, who I've gotten to see a fair bit of the last few years. Um, I consider him to be like a scoring point guard, but he spent like most of his, at this point he spent most of his time in high school playing mainly off ball. Um, He's also very good at, like he's a very good shooter. Um, Like he rebounds really well given his size, plays solid defense, is a solid passer. Um, but when I was watching, okay, one of the things with watching Arlington, especially the first game that I watched, where I was able to see a little of Dotson, even though I believe he got hurt in that game, he wasn't in the other game that I watched, um, is that, like, at least that first game in particular, the whole team was playing kind of selfish. Mm-hmm. Um, like, kind of looking for their own shot to the, kind of the def- detriment of the whole um, I didn't see that as much. I didn't really see that in the second game. Like, they'd kind of calmed down. And, but outside of Dots and the the player I'd like to talk about, mainly because, like, Adam Penciled in as a player worth paying attention to, but, like, or, like, keeping an eye on, rather. But this is my first time really, like, paying attention, right, is Javar Daniel, who is a 6'10 big man for them. Um, he, like, he he has range to the three. He's, I don't think he's that good at shooting the three just yet. 
But he's got range out to there. I'd assume at some point those shots will probably start falling. He's a really good, like, defensive big man. He's good at contesting shots, um, like, closing out, um, a solid shot blocker. Um, a solid. He's actually also a solid finisher at the rim. But, like, if we want to talk about, like, posting up and, what, and like, having moves, that's still a bit of a work in progress. Um, a couple times I've seen him, like, try to do things and, like, lose the ball or, like, get caught up in trying to do things and, like, you know, that second defender will come and just kind of take the ball. That happened a couple times in the first game in particular. Um, but, like, he can he can run the floor. Uh, like, he's solid running the floor. Like, he can bring the ball down. I wouldn't necessarily say his handles are amazing or anything, though, but it's solid. Decent passer. Um, also, and this is something I'm be looking at more is just a couple times I saw him just like take other big men. Like it wasn't like fancy. It's not like he sized them up. Just kind of, you know, out of that, you know, three like triple threat stance or whatever. Just go by guys. Yeah. Um. And so like I think he's really starting to, you know, develop and like put a real a solid game together. Uh, he. Recently, he also got his first D1 offer from Radford, I believe. And, like, he's looking like he'd be a good piece on a D1 squad, especially, like, as he develops. Uh, let's see. I, I think I covered most of it. It's Like, there are other dudes I can, like, that I feel are worth mentioning. Lucas Walls at Knox Webb. Cade Pendleton at East Hamilton. Um, but I only got to see them for one game, and I try not to talk too much about players I've only gotten to see once. Yeah, I feel you on that, man. Um, I guess it is my turn to go ahead and give you some of the teams that really stood out at Fab C. Um, first one up is going to be Trinity Prep, and we're looking at a super athletic guard by the name of Javon Bennett. He's one of my guys that are going to be in the, in the top five discussion. But um, that little dude can go. We're talking about 5'9", ability to dunk, like, super fast. And the most impressive thing that he did in the game that I watched, he went 6 of 8 from three-point line. I'm talking about, like, college basketball line. Like, he completely had to change Riverview's defense specifically because of him. Uh, he's a really good rebounder for the position, and he's just, like, super quick with the ball. Like, as soon as he gets it, he's looking up court to find teammates. Then the half court, he can find you wherever because he's going to make defenses collapse. Uh, he re- recently received an offer from FGCU, so his stock is definitely going up. Uh, another guy on that Trinity Prep team that's going to be something to watch is Christian Atwal. Uh, at 6'6", six, six. he's got a solid build, and he's, like, really strong. Like, he got, like, three A1s in the single game against uh, Riverview, and he shot two of three from the corner. So we're talking about a big 6'6 six, six wing that can also shoot. Go ahead, sign me up. And uh, they're big men who didn't exactly play a lot of minutes, but at about 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, he rebounds. He has solid size for the position, and he just finishes plays. And that was, like, his biggest thing. And he really runs the floor well, too. 
uh, switching over to Riverview, Sarasota. Uh, I don't know if you heard about this team last year, but they were super loaded. I'm talking about like 10 seniors and I want to say at least eight went to Division One programs. So they had some heat. And one of their better players was a sophomore named Jason Jackson, who uh, transferred after that year. So they basically have a bunch of like 2024, 2023. Like it's it's a super young team and they still got a lot to go to them. They got one of the top 2025s, well, incoming freshmen in the area named Jameer Jones. Looking at the dude that's probably black, 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, has good slashing ability. Uh, he shoots really well off the dribble and um, he's going to be a really solid athlete. The two dunks and the oop that he caught were were pretty nice. Uh, Overtime loves the kid. I'm talking about like thirty thousand followers on Instagram already. This this dude is he got he got it. And then um, out of the 2024 class, going to be Jaden Dudash, and I really like this kid. He's listed as a six five point guard. He's a really good shoot shooter off the dribble. Uh, if you put someone smaller on him, he's going to get to the pull-up, and he's going to make that. He rebounds well, and he gets up the floor, too. Uh, and another guy that's going to be fun to watch on this team, I believe he's another 2024. His name is Michael Drayton, and um, we're talking about a good 3-and-D prospect, probably like 6'3", athletic, shoots, he can handle the rock. And I'm just like impressed by how he gets after it on defense. Like he he wants it. Um, and then moving on to Tampa Catholic. Uh, this is the school that Kevin Knox went to. That means the Knox brothers went here. And we're looking at the youngest of the three Knox brothers with Carter Knox. And at this stage of the game, dude is really good. Like when the 2024 rankings come out, if he doesn't have stars next to his name or considered like a top 50 guy, I'd just be really impressed on who is making it over him. Because uh, we're talking about a ridiculous athlete, a dude that shot really well. He's actually one of the guys I want to talk about in the top five. But he's, he's just going to be one of those uh, premier prospects. Like between the blocks that he had, I'm talking about like chase down from the other corner to beat the person at the rim and probably like forearm by the rim type blocks. Like like one of them, he reached the top of the, the white square. And I was like, okay, you just, you just kidding around. Uh, but he's a really good scorer. Another guy that's coming out of Tampa Catholic uh, program is gonna be Caleb Gatewood. From what I can see, he's a really good defensive prospect. I'm talking about long arms, had some crazy blocks too. Um, he makes shots, he rebounds, he finishes, only a 2024 prospect. Um, there's a, and there's a lot of dudes on that Tampa Catholic team that needs looks. Like I'm talking about four guys, but this is another like probably six guys deep type program where they, they have a lot of, they got a lot of young talent. Uh, in the 2023 class, we're looking at Edron Bronson, and that is one of the best shooters that I saw at the entire event. I'm talking about, um, he's another guy who's, who's going to be in the top five uh, at 6'4", six, 6'5", six, off the catch, um, off the dribble, 
he's going to get it. He's a good athlete. He's already receiving interest from uh, SEC schools. So this dude is something to watch. And then uh, another guy is Carmelo Branch, another guy that's going to be about 6'5". He did a little bit of everything. He has a really good size, and he just kind of fits really well in our offense. Um, and now we get into the fun school, FSU school, which out of Tallahassee is kind of just ridiculous. Uh, first guy I want to look at is 2022 Jalen Martin. Probably one of the smoothest mid-range games at the uh, entire event. If he caught at the elbow, the ball was going straight in. Like, it doesn't really matter. In the entire time, he, he plays with a smile on his face. Like, he caught a body and was just kind of like, the minute he caught the ball, he was smiling like, oh, this is lunch. This is lunch food. And afterwards, he just kind of did the head pat and just like, it is what it is. Like, I, I appreciate them. He's a smooth athlete. Um, he's another guy that's listed as a four star. Then his teammate, Trey Donaldson, he runs the point guard. I'm talking about like a super vocal leader, leader good on ball defender. He likes to get his teammates involved. Like, I, I talked about this when I was seeing them. Like, this is a kid that I want to have mic'd up at games this year because he just, he talks and he's, like, super encouraging, but he also is not going to let anybody mess over his teammates. Another guy who's, like, super fiery and rebounds well for the position. Uh, also, a four-star um, football player. So, you know, this kid is just a bad boy. And then uh, out of the 2023 class is going to be Anthony Robinson II, another guy who I have on the top five list. Uh, he's a really good scoring guard. Like anytime he got the ball, like wherever he was, he knew where to get to the spot for his jumper. I'm talking about scoring at all three levels and just like really fun to really fun to watch. And it's like no wasted movement in this game. Like as soon as he gets the ball, he sees it, he goes. Um, and then some other standouts from Archbishop, Archbishop McCarthy is going to be Tyler Brandt at six foot four. We're talking about a really electric dude. Um, he passes well, but that's only because he's an aggressive scorer. Like defense are going to have the key in on him. I'm talking about range out to the volleyball line, whether that's off the dribble or off the catch. Like dude is really fun to watch and. Um, if you get him on the break, he is going to throw it down hard. And I always appreciate stuff like that. Um, some sleepers out of Auburndale is going to be uh, a guy named Nehemiah Turner at 6'8". He's a really big forward. And the only reason why I don't want to say center is because he has handles. Like he has the whole stretch thing going down. And um, as his body develops and he really gets in shape, I think this could be one of those uh, tweener prospects who's just like really interested. And then uh, his point guard, Kevin Nags, is probably one of the most athletic dudes that we saw at the event. Super quick, super speedy, knows how to get to places with the ball in his hands, and he's pretty strong. Uh, Alonzo High School had Trent Scott, who is ranked top 100 in the state of Florida. He really knows how to run a team. He's athletic. He gets to the paint, he shoots well, he finds teammates in transition, you know, all the fun stuff that you really want. And he keeps the ball moving in the half court. Like with him as the lead guard, you're going to get everybody touches. And um, 
another duo out of Fleming Island who's probably probably aren't Division One prospects, but definitely need looks at like the D tour in IA level. We're talking about Benny McDuffie and Amon Greenwich. Uh, Benny McDuffie probably about like five six, and he is by far the fastest person that we saw at the event with the ball in his hands. Uh, Tampa Catholic tried to do a full court press and it was literally like hesitation dribble right, go left, and nobody could really stay in front of him. He was creating separation like that all game. And uh, once he gets that, he can find whoever's down court. Uh, When they got him in the half court, he was able to just break dudes off, get to the paint, and then either get to his mid-range jumper usually at the elbow or find an open teammate in a mod greenage, really physical forward with guard skills. Like uh, I like him overall as a package. I definitely want to go see more of Fleming Island uh, this year. And uh, that brings me to the end of my schools that really stood out. Um, But let's go ahead and get into our top five guys. And we're basically going to hot potato this. I'll give you my first guy. You give me yours and we'll see who wins. All right. First up is going to be my guy, Javon Bennett. I was already saying super athletic guard, really quick. And one of the probably scariest shooters that we saw like whether it was off the catch or off the dribble, this dude is a sniper. I already said six of eight from three, really athletic. And I'm not talking about like athletic for his size or athletic for his position. Like he was out rebounding guys who were six, seven. And it was like really easy in his ability to find guys in the open court is like borderline special. Um, this kid just he can go and I, I really appreciate that and uh i don't see fgcu being uh the last school to offer him i could really see especially if they go in a deep tournament run i can see a lot of mid-majors coming in and getting this dude and him being a lot of fun at the next level okay. um so i guess i'm assuming we're not necessarily doing these in a particular order no but- um, of course, a player I've already mentioned, Cooper Haynes. Um, he, I, he can he can score a little at all three levels, just basically automatic off the dribble. Um, he can do a little of pretty much everything that you want a guard to do offensively. The defense is, still needs a little bit of work, but you know it it can improve. It's not it's not it's not terrible or anything. Um, has a little bit of that, op- like, has a little bit of athleticism. Is that, like, can be kind of opportunistic defensively. Like, he'll he'll pick you if you're not paying attention. Yeah. Um, and, like, if you need somebody to go get a bucket, he can go get you a bucket. So, yeah. Okay. Um, my guy is going to be Carter Knox. And uh, I just... I really like everything about Carter Knox. We were talking about a really good frame on a guy who's 6'5", a lot of confidence. One thing I always appreciate is kids that can score out of the post and his turnaround jumper going toward the baseline 
is like automatic. There was one sequence that I can think of where they tried to double team him and he just he looked at the second defender, spun out of it, cash. Um, I want to say um, in one game he made three threes like he was uh, three of six from the field and then the next game he was four of nine. So we're talking about a guy who already has range, efficiency and volume from that distance. And I can always appreciate that. And um, I'm still working on getting his highlights out, but that three is all the way out to the college range and the defensive things that he does because of his athleticism are going to be kind of like jaw dropping. Like he's not much of a own ball defender, but I also think that is because Tampa Catholic isn't the biggest team. So they, they, kind of play zone-ish, but uh, you can really see it when he's chasing guys down. Um, when he's, I think there's one block in particular where he just kind of comes over for a rotation and like the pop is still there. And it's like very noticeable. Um, I'm just really impressed by everything. He can handle, he can push. Kevin Knox is, I mean, Carter Knox is a star. <laughs> my bad, Carter. Um, I think the next person I'm going to go ahead and go with is Javar Daniel. Um, I think, I, I feel, and, like, this is premature, that, like, of the, like, big men prospects that I got to see, um, or, like, feel any kind of confidence in, like, my opinion of them, he looks like he might be the best prospect, um, like, he can go by dudes his own size, even though, again, he didn't do it a whole lot. But, like, I'm assuming that's one of those things will probably come is, like, gets a little bit more confidence and ability in, like, his own handle. Um, he's very active defensively, and that's a lot of this. Like, contesting shots, blocking shots, being active on the boards, getting out to shooters. Um, and if you know anything about my own biases, I... Like, good defense. And he, he'll give you good defense as well as, you know, good, like, a solid offensive presence, even if that's much more a work in progress. Um, but, like, a lot of, again, a lot of that, I have very a lot of confidence in his ability to end up becoming a very good defender. And from what I saw, he will also end up being a very solid offensive player and a fairly versatile one, too. Okay, perfect. Um, speaking of offense, we're getting into our next guy, Anthony Robinson. And at about like 6'3", uh, he can play either guard position, and he's going to give you buckets from both of them. I'm talking about a guy who can get to the rim when he wants, but most importantly is the jumper. Like, he, he was hitting everything. Like, one, two dribble pull-up, one dribble pull-up, catch and shoot. This guy can pretty much do it, and it's, like, seamless. Like, he is the perfect person to have with Trey and Jalen. Like, if, like, during the event, I felt like Trey and Jalen kind of took plays off and not in, like, a disrespectful way to kind of see what the rest of the team would do. And each time that happened, Anthony Robinson still, uh, Anthony, Anthony Robinson stood out and just was like, okay, I'll go get this bucket. Okay, I'll go get this bucket. We're talking about, like, 
double digit score in, in every game that I saw him in. And it was just kind of like, I don't need the ball a lot of the time for this. I'm talking about like maybe when between him scoring and catching the ball, like three seconds of the ball in his hand, like it's quick, fast movements. They're efficient. And, um, but he's just a bucket at this point. And it's going to be really fun to see what this looks like uh, next year when um, Jalen and Trey graduate, just to kind of see what that role looks like and how the offense is going to be him. Okay. Um, my next one, Jay Nash, just because it's, as stated, he's a very good facilitator. He's got good court vision, good passing ability. He's very, like, he's fast. Like, it's kind of, it's a little surprising. It's like, almost like a lot, it seems like a lot of the rest of the players are in slow motion. Um, there's not a whole lot of wasted movement in his game. Like, if he does a dribble move, it's not like he's doing five or six. He does one and just goes by you. Um, he, you know, he can, he, of course, using that speed and, like, some of his finishing ability can get to the rim and finish. Um his shooting's a bit of a work in progress, I think. Um, but, like, the defense is also there. Like, he's a fairly tenacious defender, like, man defender, um, who's very good about staying in front of his man, playing defense with his feet. Um, and, of course, once he gets the ball running the floor, getting it to open teammates, taking what the defense gives him a lot of the time. Uh, All right. Uh, again, my guy is Edron Bronson. And when we're talking about like shooter scores, this guy's it again, six, four, six, five, good athleticism. And he is another one that when I show you the highlights, it's not a lot of cutting that I have to do to make this kid look good between catching the ball, maybe one or two dribbles. Like the ball's going in just about every single time, like in one of the games that I saw in particular, I saw him start to crack a smile after he made, like, his sixth shot in a row. And it's just like, as soon as he gets it, it goes up, and it, it looks really good. The fact that he already has the two SEC schools looking at him and has other interests, like, I think this guy, um, if he's not someone who's going to be ranked highly in the 2023 class, he is going to be one of those players that if you know about him, especially as like a player, you know it's going to be some trouble for you in that particular day. And uh, I'm, I'm just really interested in the games that I saw in particular. Uh, I didn't notice like him as like a highly defensive prospect. And I think that's because of the zone. But after doing a little bit of digging, um, we got other scouts talking about like how elite of an on-ball defender he is. And um, he was part of that pressure that they used in Tampa the Catholic's uh, full court zone. So if they had him as like a lead defender out there with Carter Knox, then this is definitely probably somebody we need to look like as a super serious two-way threat. My next guy will be just Stephen Walker. Um, again, you know, he's got a lot of confidence in his shot. It can go down. He's got a, he's got a lot of confidence and is a, has a solid turnaround jumper, does a good job of establishing himself in the post. Um, 
you know, has range to three. Uh, he's got some work to do in terms of, like, handling, you know, bigger defenders. But, you know, it's one of the things that'll come. He's also, and this is actually something I forgot to mention when I was talking, he's got good, he's got, he's got very good patience when it comes to, like, blocking shots. He's solid about, like, timing it, right? Like, he doesn't, he, he doesn't jump at everything. And he's solid about, you know, timing it, making sure to get it on the way up. Um, like, he's also, you know, a solid athlete. And, you know, I expect to see more development from him. I expect him to start to gather you know, some more offers. But, like, I do kind of think he's one to keep an eye on. Great. And that brings me to my final guy, Jaden Dudash. You know, 6'5", 6'4", point guard. Uh, really good handle. Uh, I wouldn't exactly say an aggressive scorer because I don't think this kid is, like, super aggressive. It's just natural. Like, he's one of the better, like, jump shooters that I saw at the entire game. Like, he knows where his spots are. Like, even in the offense, it looks like they're, like, bread and butter spots that they perfectly placed him in. Like, there was one sequence where he caught the ball, and I think there was, like, a smaller defender on him. Kid's probably about, like, six foot. He crouched down, he grabbed the ball, he surveyed the area, went straight up. Like, no hesitation. Um, He's already getting some interest from FSU. And you know us, we went to Florida A&M, FSU's right up the street. I am really fond on anyone who is receiving an offer from Florida State because they just have some particular thing about the way they recruit. And if uh, you're garnering that interest after your freshman year on a loaded team where you had to play a little bit of JV, because of how deep your team is, not because you weren't good enough, but because how deep your team is with all of those Division One college prospects just shows that this, this kid has a lot of special in his game. And I'm, I'm glad I get to watch him develop over the next couple of years. Um, okay, I think because this one I'm starting to get into dude, I'm getting close to dudes like I only really gotten to see once. Um, but I think I'll probably go ahead and go at Damari and Yates over at Fayetteware. Um, granted, I, again, I don't have that much as far as notes on him. But, like, every time I looked up a watch and he was doing something, making a shot, getting a layup, playing solid defense. And, like, that I, I really appreciate that kind of energy. And there's something to be said for somebody who finds ways to be effective and so of course I'll of course be keeping closer tabs on him into the future but like that's the kind of player that can definitely help a team all right Calvin that is our closing out and thank you to anyone who has listened to the first episode of the prospects corner podcast we plan on doing more of these over this summer and definitely during the high school season. Uh, To the guys that we talked about today, congratulations, man. Keep up the good work, and we will be seeing more of you later. Thank you. Have a good day.